Dad and I gave you opportunities, but we didn't make you win. You, you took those opportunities and you made something out of them. You can't make somebody want it. You And I and that's the thing, I want to work hard now because I don't want to work until I'm 173. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be able to. exaggerates a little bit. <laughs> so I don't want to just barely get by. I want to do that and build a good future so then I can enjoy doing hair. It's not like, oh my gosh, can you hurry up and leave so I can get another person in here? Hi, y'all. I'm Rhonda Draculis from RK3 Designs, and I am so excited to welcome you guys to the Pro Artisan Podcast. This is a space for artisan professionals to discuss matters of both business and the heart. I am so excited to be able to bring you my daughter, Kendra, today and let you get to know her a little better and see um, what a young entrepreneur looks like. She's quite a firecracker. So, Kendra, why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Kendra, and I'm 22, and I cut hair and ride horses. <laughs> That's <laughs> you, it. <laughs> you do a little more than that. I'm opening a new salon, and I wrote Breakaway. <laughs> Break, breakaway, for those of you that don't rope, I mean, don't rodeo, is an event where she comes out of the box, and she ropes her calves, and then it breaks. The little string breaks off. So, um that's how the time is. And she also uh, ran barrels all the, way, all the way from the time she was tiny uh, up through her high school years and did some amp pro-am riding and stuff. So she's had some really nice horses. Tell me a little bit about how horses and livestock and rodeo competition and everything kind of molded you and, and kind of taught you work ethics and, talk you, and taught you responsibility treat them as good as you want them to do so if you halfway do it then it's going to show when you go to the rodeo and i don't do very good at losing so (laughs) (laughs) that is true words (laughs) so you have to take care of them just as good as when it's convenient even when it's not convenient because a lot of times it's really not convenient (laughs) tell me a little bit how being raised by parents that were entrepreneurs because I think the whole time you were growing up, dad and I had some kind of business. Tell me how that affected you and now that you're a business owner. Sometimes it's not fun, but it pays off in the end. Since you are the boss, it is, there's pros and cons having to, you know, take on the responsibility, but it pays off all your hard work. You can see it. I mean, I just never wanted to work for anybody. Just wanted to do it myself. Would you say that you liked when dad and I let you know we were having struggles maybe financially or would you have wished that we hadn't shared that with you? No, I liked it because it, I mean, it's real life. You can't hide that. And I feel like people that are sheltered, then they get out to the real world, then they're really like, what the heck, you know, because they don't see the struggles of sometimes at the beginning, it's really rough and, but you have to hold out and then it pays off in the end, even like a horse. Like and when they're babies, they might act bad, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, what the heck did I get this horse for?" And then you know, a couple of months or years or whatever, and then they end up being your favorite horse. When I first started doing hair, I was like, "I don't know if this is the right thing I should have done." I well, let's have. tell everybody why you started it, why you first decided to do hair. Do you remember what you told us? You were homeschooled. Yeah, I didn't want to go to and I didn't she need to go wanted to college. she wanted to rodeo professionally right mm-hmm. out of high school, and we told her no. Dad, Dad said I had to 
fall back on something because riding horses is a hard lifestyle. <laughs> That's right. And so and then we, I did it and I ended up really liking it. So then it just, here we are. Yeah. And she was one of the youngest to ever go through the Aveda Institute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you started when you were what, how old? 17 and I graduated when I was 18 and then opened my salon when I was eight, the end of my 18 year old right. year. Opened your first salon. So you took that entrepreneur to the next level didn't you (laughs) it was hard it was very hard i mean i was lucky enough to have money saved from when i was riding horses so tell me a little bit about hair by kendra k how did that all get started well draculus was kind of hard to say so (laughs) the middle name's k (laughs) i've been the best of weddings on the knot for three years in a row i didn't start doing weddings until i was like 19 almost 20 me and my business partner, Hillary, we just opened, or we are in the process of opening, a full-service salon and bridal venue in downtown Green, which is... A little touristy area New right Braunfels. outside of New Braunfels, yeah. We have a full room in the front to host any size party, and then we can... That way, if you don't have a venue that is giving you the hours that you want or you don't want to have to pay for extra hours you can come to us and we can do your hair and makeup and you have the full service salon in the back and then the venue in the front so they can have a bridal showers and yeah things bridal like that. shower baby shower so tell me what happens when maybe you hit a wall or things aren't like you think they should or you you get a customer that you're maybe don't know how to handle being the boss how do you face how do you face things like that I guess every situation is different but that's another thing about being your own boss you have to go through all that you know can't just be like oh well you can talk to my manager right you are the manager (laughs) like do you set goals I don't really have like a in two weeks I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna have like day-to-day goals like I need to get this done. But I have, like, in the next couple years after this, I want to do this. Those kind of goals. Or, like, with horses, I want to take. I have, like, when I wanted to take my young horse, Nina, I had one roping I really wanted to take her to. So that was my goal, to get her ready. And she was ready. And I know you were homeschooled, but once you finished your curriculum, why you didn't feel college was maybe where you should be and why you chose to to do the path that you did being an entrepreneur? Well, I had colleges want me to come rodeo for them, but I school has always been harder for me, so I just really didn't have anything I really wanted to go to college for. So I figured it would be kind of a waste of four years and a lot of money and really nothing come out of it. And <clears throat> I don't believe that people should just go to college just because I, I think it's waste of time and I think it's a waste of money for one and I think I mean I think college is very good for people that need to go for it like my sister she I mean she did really good in college and she helped a lot of people in college but I mean me I mean it's not for every single person yes it's not I think when people get out of college they're just like oh I should make I just need to start making money and I I should do this and I should do this. So I'm a call I have a college degree like it doesn't matter. You still have to have experience just because you have a piece of paper doesn't mean you haven't really any more experience than the next person. You have to work at it. A lot of people have stopped doing here or stopped doing a business because they hit those ruts and then they don't want to just grit their teeth and 
to keep doing it. Yeah, instead of working for someone where that responsibility is not so much. You know, self-employed people, I mean, there's some nights at this, I'm at the salon till 10, 11 o'clock at night, and then I'm up there at 7.30 in the morning again. But yeah. that's what I love to do, and I love to see my clients. I, and I like to see now that I've had them long enough I'm a part of their life. Do you do this just for the money? Are you no. only motivated if by money? If I did money? this just for the money, then they would not. <laughs> so what is your driving force? Maybe to give me some, some things that you really enjoy about owning your own business. I really like the way that I make people feel or how they their reaction. Either they're getting ready for their daughter's wedding or their, their wedding or, you know, somebody messed up their hair and they're just so happy that we fixed it or and just even you know and i tell people i'm not even i won't tell people i'm the best hairdresser i'm the best makeup artist i'm really not but i'm good at making a relationship in a short period of time you make it a, a you make it an experience yes for them. it's not just like okay give me money i'm gonna do your hair makeup okay bye you yeah. know it's it's building a relationship and that's what's the difference between a good makeup artist or hairdresser or anything really and just another Somebody that just walks in person. off the street yeah. and has you cut just your hair. person, yeah. I just want to say how proud I am of you. You've been very headstrong from the time you've been little, but you've used that to your advantage. You've never once let someone tell you you can't do something or you're not good enough to do something. I know that you've competed against adults when you were young and you would go out there and you never let that slow you down. You know, you, you knew that you had a good horse and you trained a good horse and you knew that your abilities enabled you and your skills enabled you to get what you want. If you're going to do it, you might as well be the best. It's what I always say. So if you're not if you're going to do it, don't do it halfway because there's no sense of even doing it. I am confident in the stuff that I do because I have a lot of time and a lot of money invested and I'm not going to look like an idiot or look like a fool if I go and I feel like that should be anyway. And that's how I'm going to raise my kids. If you don't work for it, then you're not you're not going or you can, you know, fall on your face just like that. You got to You got to help them to a certain extent. And that's what we did with you. You know, I think dad and I gave you opportunities, but we didn't make you win. You, you took those opportunities and you made something out of them. You can't make somebody want it. You and I and that's the thing. I want to work hard now because I don't want to work until I'm 173. <laughs> You know, I don't want to be able to. She exaggerates to. a little bit. <laughs> so I don't want to just barely get by. I want to do that and build a good future so then I can enjoy doing hair. It's not like, oh my gosh, can you hurry up and leave so I can get another person in here? I don't want to have to be like that. I want to be, you know, just enjoy my clients, enjoy doing weddings and not just overbook yourself so much. And then, then you don't get to spend time with your family or if I ever have kids, you know, I don't want somebody else to have to raise my kids because I don't have enough money to, you know, so save. Learning how to manage your money and learning what to spend your money on is, is, has it been easy for you? Has it been a struggle for you? I definitely like to buy nice things, but <laughs> I don't like to put myself in a bind because I want something nice. You have bills to pay, you have your important things to pay for, and then whatever afterward you can't just get it whenever you want it you know you have to work for so it and then to. like reward yourself i'd rather wait for a long time and re reward myself with something big than just buy like just little. junk all the time no. so you kind of value that dollar a little bit yeah. yeah so then when you buy it, it's like really nice you're like oh wow it's like stuff that you can keep for a long time and it's valuable and 
useful. I would rather work hard now than you no, know that's not true. work hard and go party. I could be like some people just go party, do right. nothing, and get drunk every weekend, and then just be like, oh shit, I'm 30 years old now, and yes. what I have no talent, I have nothing to do. What am I gonna do now? When you were younger, and having to sacrifice because of the horses or because of our rodeo schedule. And then later in life, when you're, you know, 19, when you're really old, you know, 19 and 20, tell me the sacrifices that maybe you did that other kids your age didn't do. Well, I mean, I didn't go to college, so I didn't have the whole college experience of going to the bar every night. <laughs> well, not all college kids go to the bar every night. Well, you know, <laughs> my friends do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, I definitely had fun, but you, fun's not really going to get you a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm all about having fun and having, I mean, having your friends and everything, but you, if you want to work hard, you got, if you want to play hard, you have to work hard for it. And, you, and even if you stay up all night, then it doesn't matter. You got to go to work the next morning or you got to go feed your horses or you got to go get stuff done because just because you went out all night and you're tired, it doesn't matter. Right, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> right, Dad? <laughs> you can't just be like, oh, well, I can't work. Give me a paycheck anyways. You know, I don't have anybody to tell me to give me a paycheck. So you have to plan and have money set back so you can still, you know, pay car payment eat all the things new mortgage yeah that's things so and you're not like you know trying to get quarters out of the bottom of your car or something that sounds so. like from experience <laughs> no i've never had to do oh. that but i'm just saying <laughs> okay that's why i don't so you don't have to do that you have planned that's for momo from rainy day money rainy day money <laughs> or you're a month you know either way yeah <laughs> but there's but. gonna be there's there was times when you were scrimping by yeah how. well when i first started yeah there's pros and cons about being self-employed like i said the girl that helps me hillary i can't do it without hillary we started four years ago together the days that she's been busy i really makes you appreciate the people good help it's really hard to find good help that's about my only complaint about doing weddings is that it's hard to find people that are that fast and that good and that good with people. So and y'all have learned how to, like, she stays in her lane, you stay yes. in your lane. I and mean, it, we, you it was it hard. Done. We both have smart mouths, and so that kind of got in our way. But once we just finally got over the stupid things and, like, this is a business, we're either going to be smart and make this a big thing and do it, or we're going to let pity stuff come between us and we're going to let something go to waste. There's a lot of adults that are a lot older than you that haven't realized that yet. We've just said we're going to do this. And some days I can, when she's being a brat or I'm being a brat, we just say, hey, you know, <laughs> chill out. And then I think that's what really is the difference is that you don't have to walk around eggshells. You can say like, hey, quit doing that or hey, that really made me mad. And then it's like, okay, we're done. We're over. You know, yeah. Because if not, then it would affect because then you have a chip on your shoulder then you get into the wedding and then you're just snappy with people and that going to a group of wedding with already a bad attitude that is, makes for a very long day but i mean we've definitely had our times but i think you have to put it in perspective like am i going to ruin this and ruin my business and hurt my business over something so little and then and it does help that we are good friends and we do get along so good but at the same time, you definitely have to stay in your lane. And she's better at things than I'm 
than I am and I'm better at things than she is. That's one other thing I think is really important. You have to have people help you. You can't do it all on your own. It takes a team. It's hard. I mean, sometimes you just want to do everything on your own and you're just, I'll just do it myself. But in the long run, you're going to, it's going to be worse on you and more work if you would just let somebody help you. Learn to delegate. Let people delegate your responsibilities. And not be rude about it if you don't like one little thing about it. Compromise. Like, okay, let's do this next time. Or In your business that you've had so far. And even rodeo. Have you ever just hit a wall and said, that's it, I'm going to quit? Or why have you not quit? Yeah, I mean, everybody throws temperature change rooms. I throw stuff on the ground all the time and say, I'm never doing this again. But then here I am, pick it up again and start over. <laughs> but I mean, after you cool off, do you really not want to do this ever again? Are you going to be able to go the rest of your life and say, man, I just quit? Are you going to be happy with that? You have to see the potential in it. And even roping like horses and stuff. I mean, some days you just, <laughs> it just sucks. That That's just horses though. <laughs> some days you just throw money away. But at the end, you have to say, I'm I get to do this. I And I've had to really work on that. And Jesse, my boyfriend, has really helped me with that because I don't do good sometimes when I I don't perform good or do good. Beat yourself up. Oh, man. That is so hard on me. We're blessed to be able to do this. And we're blessed to have the ability. You know, some people can't even walk. And I'm complaining that I missed a calf. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, really, when you think about it, I'm just being a brat and I like throw myself on the ground and I'm just, but I have, he's really had to tell me, Hey, we just, it's okay. But this is But now I have something to say about that. What did we never allow you to do at a rodeo? You have five set, like 10 minutes at your trailer. Yeah. Have an attitude and then you can get over it. I mean, it's not gonna, you having a bad attitude isn't going to fix anything. But also it makes you think, man, I'm not going to do that again. Or I really need to, if you do it a couple of times in a row, like, okay, this is what I need to work on because obviously this is not changing and then change that. Right. But in weddings and stuff, when I hit a hard wall, I mean, yes, there has been a few weddings that I get in the car and I tell Hillary, why do we even do this? Like, <laughs> this is not fun. But then the same thing. Am I really going to. But look at the, look at the, the weddings, good, the fun weddings and the weddings that, you know, they're so rewarding so that's that's gonna lead into my my question the question of the day what is your why deep in your soul like like what what is really why you do what you do i do it because i know i have i mean like i said i'm a part of people's family and i enjoy seeing them i like i like to go to work i mean some days i definitely don't when i'm tired but or my feet hurt i haven't eaten lunch but you know I definitely like to see them catch up with them. I want to build things so when I have my own family, I'm going to be able to give them what I had. I want to be successful and I want to be, I don't want to just be another, go to a common job and just say, okay, went to work. You want to make a difference. You want to touch people. Yeah. I want to be like, I love going to my hairdresser. I like going to my hairdresser. So. (laughs) Yeah. In the the five seconds that I squeeze you in. Yeah. (laughs) You answered your why, and you said it was to be successful. So in your mind, how do you describe successful? What's What does success mean to you? Is it a huge bank account, or what is it? Yes, money is always involved somehow in success. I mean, you have to make have money to do anything. but It's I mean, right up there with oxygen, huh? <laughs> yeah, and these days. <laughs> success to me is putting my 
experience and knowledge into investing into something else. I want to eventually be able to have a team of people that work underneath me and I've helped them do what they want to do and they love the same thing I do. That would be success to me. Having a few calf horses and getting to rope whenever I wanted to and say I want to come home at two o'clock today and I want to rope three pins of calves. That would be success because I have the say-so to say I'm going to take off at 2 o'clock today. Or I'm not going to go to work. I'm going to book out two weeks ahead and I'm not going to go to work Thursday to Sunday because I want to go to roping. You know, that would be success. And being able to have... Control your future. Is that what you're saying? And have a family and be able to only... Like if I did have a, a salon and open all that, then still making, still providing for my family, but not having to work every second of the day. Yeah. That would be a success to me. I mean, not necessarily like I have a million dollars in my bank account. I mean, yes, that would be successful. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but that's not like my goal. Like I want to get one million dollars in my bank account. Then I'm going to be all right. That's it. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> what would you tell somebody coming out of high school that knows they don't want to go to college and they know that maybe they want to own their own business? What what advice would you give them? What What would you tell them? That you have a lot of work ahead of you. I know a lot of people that they say, you're so lucky to find what you what you love the first time. I'm like, I, I do agree with that. It is hard because a lot of people don't know what they love to do. I mean, they don't. Some people don't. And I just I did get lucky. But it wasn't lucky that I built my business. That's not lucky. That's hard work. They are just going to have to find their do passion. little different things and just see what you like. And then once you do it, just do it. Don't ask for other people's opinion i mean you can but it's not ultimately it's your decision yeah i mean it's your life it's your kind of like with me and hillary salon everybody's giving us their two cents and at the end we're like it's what we like we're gonna come into it every day and look at it and we're gonna say man i really don't like that or man i really liked it because i picked it out Mm -hmm. you know it's the same thing like nobody can tell you what you like or not just gotta figure out what you like (laughs) and go for it huh yeah, just not. So basically, you're it. saying go for it. Yeah, just whatever you do, just do it. <laughs> and there you go. Well, Kendra, I really want to say thank you for coming to your mama's podcast, and giving us your uh, experience and and your thought of being a young entrepreneur. And we wish you so much success. We're Dad and I are so very proud of you. So, guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, give me a thumbs up, hit the bell for future notifications, and uh, subscribe to our channel. We really enjoy uh, bringing this content to you. If you have any questions for Kendra or I, leave them in the comments below.